No one will be admitted after the guests check in. Tonight we're doing Weird News Part Three. Bah, bah, bah. Bah. But we got some cool stuff to talk about before we get into that. Cool stuff. Cool stuff to talk about before we get into that. I thought we were talking about pools. I wish Pouring. we were talking about pools. Water. Nets. Yeah. Cool floats. Noodles. Filters. Mm. Where you always wonder if there's a frog trapped in there. At least I Robert. do. I have a funny story Robert. about a pool, but. I'm not going to tell it. What? Why? Because it divulges too much personal information about myself. Um, she can't swim. Tell it. I can tell swim. it. I'm going to swim it. team. No. 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 I don't even know if I want to tell Frank this story in private. I shouldn't have even brought it up. Is it about sex stuff? It's a little weird. It's kind of about that. It involves jizz. No. I don't, it, I don't. Yeah. Let's just skip it. It wasn't. <laughs> okay. Never mind. So we have cool stuff to talk about before we get into weird news. Ask me about it. Later. <laughs> it wasn't. Is it sexy? Oh my god! I shouldn't have brought it up. Um, well, who's that? Who talks like that? What is the voice? No, it's uh. Oh, Batman. Oh. Talk to me, sloth. <laughs> I am the knight. A is for Alfred. B is for Bat. <laughs> Um, we'll talk about the movie we watched tonight, which was Dun Dun Dun. Hellraiser Three, Hell on Earth. <laughs> oh. <laughs> now I've only seen the beginning of Hellraiser Two, and Hellraiser Three. Now I've never seen Hellraiser One or the end of because I think I got really tired that night and left your apartment before we finished it. Yeah, I think that was when you had scabies. <laughs> it's true. That was a really intense month of my life. Space yeah. scabies. <laughs> Spaggies. Yeah, you know. Spaggies. <laughs> <laughs> that almost sounds cute. Spaggies. Give me a little spaggy. Mm. Sounds cute. That's why so many people get it, and then it's like anything but. When we get a dog, can we name it Scully? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Why did your face switch like that? <laughs> <laughs> like what? We'll go you're, back you were like, I guess. <laughs> or Fox. Or Mulder. But not Dana. Fuck the name Dana. No, name it Pussy Dow. <laughs> <laughs> you old Pussy Dow. <laughs> anyway. PD. Hellraiser 3. Um, very goopy. A lot of goop in the Hellraiser movies. There? There, there was a, a good amount of goop. There was a good amount of goop. Yeah, so I barely saw any of the movie tonight because I had work emergencies that kept my attention from the silver screen. So I only saw a few Cenobites launch CDs, which was pretty dope. Which was the dopest part yeah. from the parts I saw. Wasn't it? <laughs> Wasn't it? CD phrase. <laughs> wow, 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 wow. Yeah, <laughs> it was really cool. I know. And uh, well, I mean, so Dick Fetty and I uh, 
as harrowing as this is to admit, we only got into watching the Hellraiser movies recently, even though we have an extensive knowledge of many things horror. And we watched the first one, and we've been quoting it ever since. Mm. And then we watched the second one, that one was also pretty good. And then uh, the third one is by far the most campy, I'd say. Mm -hmm. Of the three, yeah. Yeah. But no, I mean, we we had discussed it before. We, we, we watched the first one together. And I think Ben and I had both uh, tried to get into Hellraiser in the past, but it just never clicked with me. And it wasn't until we did a, a mixture of riff tracks and, you know, uh, stick-to-itiveness that we really got to enjoy it. Because it's a movie that kind of gets better as it goes along, but there are, like, aspects of it, especially in the acting department, that are so brutal and yeah. silly that it, like, well, really... Yeah. And I think that, you know, when you watch something like Giallo, you excuse it because it's made in Italy and whatever, and mm -hmm. it's supposed to be shitty, but, like, when it's this pseudo-British, pseudo-American, like, nightmare kind of a thing, it's, it's like a Skinamax film level of acting at times. And they clearly spent a good chunk of money on it for the production value of the time. Yeah. To have such bad actors. I mean, Terry, the woman who played Terry... In this one, you didn't get to see a lot of her acting, but she was so bad. I mean, I, as fun as they were, the the, the bites in this movie were so goddamn silly. Yeah. Versus, like, Chatter and, like, all the old bites from the first two movies. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah for sure. I mean, it definitely was less, like, actual horror and way more devolving franchise type of thing. But... It was, from what I saw, the kind of movie that I would watch again, like, to see the whole thing, and it was it was silly enough, and it moved along at a brisk enough pace that, from my mind, you know, who really bitches about acting in horror movies, honestly? Yeah, I mean, it was definitely enjoyable. It's not my favorite out of the ones we've seen so far, and I have a feeling as we watch more of them, we yeah. feel that way more and more. <laughs> yeah. This is terrible. <laughs> Why do I keep doing this to myself? I didn't realize there was more than three movies. <clears throat> So, but there are many. I think they signed a deal for like 10 or something like that. Yeah, and then I think it was after the first or second one, Clive Barker was like, this is shite. Why are you making this? He's English, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's okay. pretty good. Oi, why are you making this? Uh, I don't like you, mate. All I want is a room somewhere <laughs> far away from the cold night air. Anybody? Oh, uh, with one enormous chair. Oh, would it be lovely? My fair lady. Lots of chocolate for me to eat. Um, okay. uh, is there a puzzle box somewhere I can solve? Is that a girl that sings yeah. that song? Yikes. This is a waste of good suffering. <laughs> it is a waste of good suffering. Well... It's just a puzzle box. No. <laughs> what do you got for us in the disco box tonight? Is that it? We're not going to give it stars? Oh, I will give it 2.5 goops out of Oops. I will give it, mm, let's say, three, three abusive boyfriend slash club owners out of five. Mm. I didn't watch enough to really give it a rating, but my rating scale would be out of CDs launched from face. <laughs> so. Of the CD killing scenes, 4.5 out of 5 CDs launched from face. Yeah, I mean, out of all of the murder CD things that came out of the 90s, that was probably one of the best ones I've seen. Yeah, no. There's not really enough films that took advantage of the the underlying 
terrifying properties of the compact uh-huh. disc. Uh-huh. Yeah. No question. I agree. Something so funny about nineties horror. Anyway. Yeah, I loved. Oh, five out of five turtlenecks out of turtlenecks for the fashion in this movie. By the way, mm. that's mm. a separate rating scale. It was amazing. Terry had great outfits. Joey had great outfits. It really inspired me to get back on my turtleneck. You just game. need to start dressing like a horror Turtle. movie vixen. Yeah, I know. Every I also watch really, one. really want nightgowns. Full length nightgowns. I want full length nightgowns. What do I sleep in now? Flannel pants and big t shirts? If you just go on Amazon, I'm sure you can find many a cheap. I want a canopy bed. Well, that's a different thing. And nightgowns on nightgowns on nightgowns. I so you're a six year old girl? Yes. Okay. So one's a lot easier to afford than the other. Mm-hmm. Whatever. I'll get there. But you can get go to Home Depot, get four big pieces of plywood, and get a big bed sheet, and then... I feel like it wouldn't have the same aesthetic property. It probably wouldn't, but, you know, if you use your imagination, you can just how to do that. I bet I could find some posts to put on my posts. Some post posts? Post. No. Post no, after? No, not there. Okay. Let us know. What is in the disco box? Okay, so, <laughs> all right. So there were a couple records I wanted to touch on. I've been listening to a lot of drum and bass the past couple of days, and drum and bass was pretty much the first genre I ever started collecting from, and it was the reason I got a record player back when I was the uh, tender age of 14 or whatever it was, which, you know, at the time was a strange purchase. Now it's, like, cool and trendy. But anyway, the, the albums that... I want to mention our Overlook Smoke Signals, which was on UVB 76, which came out last year, and Pessimist's self-titled album, which came out on Blackest Ever Black last year, both of which, for my taste, were the best uh, drum and bass albums that came out in the whole of 2017. But also Overlook Smoke Signals was like the best drum and bass album I had heard in 15 years. So really exceptional stuff for my taste. They're both I think somewhat available um, from Samurai Music Distro and uh, maybe a couple other places, but they're they're different. Like I'm more of a dark step kind of a guy, like Almond Breaks and all this heaviness and whatever. And these albums are way more minimal and sleek and misty sounding and very techno informed in different ways. And Overlook is more like straight up D and B, whereas Pessimist has got way more of a techno aspect to it. But um, they're really good for like night drives in, in rainy weather and this whole just general winter thing we're experiencing currently. Mm. Um, and then the other one I wanted to mention is Shifted's Appropriation Stories, which came out in 2016, which is a techno album. But he used to be a drum and bass producer, and he used some drum and bass techniques in production to create the tracks for it. And of his three albums, I think I like it the best. And uh, it's very like... It's not minimal techno, but it's minimal regular techno, if that makes any sense. And um, it's got a lot of like looping, grainy kind of patterns to it, and has it's like the most refined shift it has ever been. And I thought it was a big step up from uh, the album he did before, like under a black banner or whatever the hell it was called. And um, yeah. All highly recommended if you're into electronic music. They're they're good for listening at home as much as they would be to to move your butt. So that's my disco box recommendation this week. Very good. Nice. What about public domainia? What do you got for us? Nothing yet. 
Still working on it. Workshopping it. Workshopping it, throwing some ideas around. Yeah. Got some people collaborating. <laughs> yeah. When it comes, it'll come. Yeah. I'm sure it will. Yeah. The public so. domain cometh. I really, I, I'm just so proud of that name. Yeah, I know you are. I hope, I hope it flash. keeps going until we're eventually super famous podcasters mm -hmm. and we're touring the country. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden one night you just break out on stage with some, you know, non-licensed music. Mm -hmm. Well, it's public, public domain. The time. Yeah. She'll pick like a non-public domain song though. Like, some recent Rihanna hit. I really want to discuss this. No, you can't do this. We're going to get shut down. Burn this mother down. It's just it's a Beatles song. Yeah. <laughs> the least licensable music of all time. So, okay, we're doing weird news tonight. And weird news... <laughs> weird news mm, makes me no. super happy because no, no. it was the first episode we ever did. And it's a lot of fun to do with you guys. And I especially like the surprise aspect where I'm just bringing you stuff to riff on. Yeah, and we, we discussed at the end of our last episode after the, the heavy that was the Ant Hill Kids yeah. that we kind of needed like an every six episode cleanser of weird news. Mm -hmm. And so here we are bringing it to you. Live. One weird news story at a time. Sexy. And I just want to remind people that the, the, the text message hotline is open <laughs> and you can pick the best joke of the night. And just remember, that's 2249... <laughs> You can text Dick, Ben, or Flex yeah. to pick and cast your vote for the best joke of the evening. The polls will be open all night, and it is a one-time charge of ten ninety-nine, and then a monthly recurring charge of ten ninety-nine with a cancellation fee of ten ninety-nine. So please send us your votes and your money. Also, no one voted for me to kill myself last week, which I appreciated. Yeah, I don't know about. That. I also think we were having an issue in terms of receiving text that week. If I remember, there was a couple technical screw ups. But we will be opening that poll again in the future. That number is two two five zero two two five zero. We will also not be returning your money for any of the texts that we did not get. That is our money now. Thank okay. you. Okay, so we're gonna start with a late one. Okay. This is, is it I about light bulbs. I saw. Is it about the sun? There are elements of the sun. Oh, <laughs> isn't there in everything? <laughs> what if it's nighttime? So I actually the saw this. Out. That's the element. I saw this on Instagram yesterday and laughed my fucking ass off. But then saw it again on having to post and was like, I gotta bring it up. So oh oh god, don't start playing. Okay. So um, the headline is botched photo shoot brings viral glory to Missouri family. Have you guys heard about this? Ah, uh, yes, I did. Okay. So this woman pays this <laughs> photographer two hundred and fifty bucks to take, and I'll post it on the Instagram to pay to take um, family portraits of <laughs> their son. And the woman is getting like the mom is getting increasingly angry because it's been months, and she gave them she gave her two hundred and fifty dollars, and she was like at a boiling point, and then she sent the photos. And the, photographer, the, the, the photo. photographer finally sent the photos and said, um, this is her quote from her Facebook post. She said, the shadows are really bad on this beautiful, clear, sunny day. And the, prof the professor never taught her to retouch the photos. Um, and this is what she She's sent like, incredible. to the family. Are you ready to see the picture? <laughs> I, I will post this, but they look like bizarre... They look like they're wearing Lego uh, humans. They look yeah, like they're wearing clay masks. <laughs> yeah, it's like a cult, like horrific. <laughs> like, horrific. 
And she was like, it was, they were at this point where they were so, so angry. And then she finally sent the photos and the family basically laughed for four days straight and was like, we don't even want a refund. This is the best shit we've ever seen in our lives. <laughs> so it's like when they redid that, that mosaic or whatever, it was like that uh, wall painting of Jesus, I don't know, five years ago. Where the woman, they were restoring it. It uh-huh. was on the side of a, a chapel, and then it was just looked like it was drawn by a four-year-old with pastels, <laughs> and it was you know month-long progress project, and people were like, "This, this is what we can't like. You destroyed a priceless piece of art." It wasn't. <laughs> yeah, no. I'm, I actually I found it because of the original Facebook post. Someone shared the original Facebook post before it started like gaining news traction. The professor never taught her how to retouch photos, and the shadows were really tough. That is just like so so funny. And um, I know what I'll do. I'll give you weird (laughs) alien faces instead. Look, this is this is the Jesus restoration thing. Oh my god, that's a real thing? Yeah, this isn't just like some meme. That's yeah. It's a meme because it actually happened. <laughs> they did a restoration, which is on the left. We'll post this as well. <laughs> Most of you have probably seen it. And then somebody just gave up like quickly into the project. What was it, like a year or two ago? There was some famous soccer player from another country. We live in America, it's called soccer. <laughs> but... They commemorated him with a with a bust. Oh my god! Yeah, and it's the most gnarled-looking, yeah. weird bronze statue with all his ever. Teeth. Yeah. Like, oh my god! Yeah. So that just really made me happy, and it was a fun, light note to start off. That photographer is out there somewhere. I really hope you put that in your portfolio. Oh my god! <laughs> oh you, man, this soccer player thing is amazing. <laughs> Let me see. Holy shit! Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. 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 Wow! Very uncanny valley. Ronaldo. Okay. We so, should we should hire that photographer to do promotions for us. Yeah, like but I feel good. like that's one of those one shot, one hit wonders where she's never going to be able to capture that level <laughs> of insanity again. Maybe it'll be better. So Although she, now she's going to you know charge really do it yeah. because she's like, well, I'm famous now. Yeah. Ruin the artwork. Sorry, you can edit that. Um. So this one, I also was sent to me by my soon-to-be sister-in-law. Um, but have you? did you guys hear about the car that flew? Did you see the picture? Yeah, you showed me. I showed there. you. The car that flew into the second floor of the building? No. Okay, so this was in Santa Ana where I used to live, and that's why Natalie sent it to me. She was like, this happened where you used to live. So basically, this guy is all coked up. He's on narcotics, is what they say. But, like, you are on some serious... No, he was on meth, for sure. I have a video to show you, too. But basically... He was speeding, and there was... Speeding. (laughs) That means two things. There was a median here, and what you're probably thinking is he's driving down the road, and he zooms up. What I'm thinking is you just went, there's a median here, and this is an audio podcast. Right, 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 right. right. We're getting it, though. Okay. So what you're thinking is that he's driving up the road, and he accidentally goes up on the median like this. Uh That's what I'm thinking. No, that's not what happened. He, he went, went backwards, perpendicular into this bitch. Oh, he literally like, drove straight at the median, soared. Was it on a bet? I don't know. He just had to go fast. This is in Orange County, California, He's right? Sonic the Hedgehog. So this is the picture. I'll, I'll post this as well. Oh my god! I know. So no one got injured, like with minor injuries, but like. No, there was one person stuck in the car when this picture was taken. 
and Help! <laughs> hold on, hold on. This is fucking but look wild. at this fucking video, and it's crazy because it like narrowly missed a bus like wow. on its way. So I don't know if it's gonna be annoying to watch this video. You can edit it out if it Need for speed time. eight, but right? I don't either. So watch know. this. The top for speed. There are. Watch it. Maybe click it. Okay, click it. Can you see? And then a bus Super drives God. right by. Wow. Narrowly missed it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, isn't that cray? It, yes, as long as you don't call it that. I mean, how much meth you gotta be on? Not that I think much. a regular amount, yeah. I just can't believe he went straight to it. Like, what was. Well, maybe he thought he was in It Follows and he was trying maybe. to get away. Maybe you know he was taking a key bump. Yeah, that's true. He could have been taking a key bump. Or yeah. masturbating while sliding. But I happen to know where that dentist's office is. I drove by it many a time, so... Mm. And you never hit the median. I never hit the median once. Not that we know of. I never yeah. hit any median, ever. I did try to drive on a flat tire on the highway one time just by turning my music up and ignoring the sound, but... I got that's, pulled over. That's the story of my life. Yeah. yeah. Just turn up the music and ignore the problem. Exactly, exactly. Okay, so you dropped the bomb on me. An interesting one. Baby, you, you dropped the bomb, bomb on me. So the first Bam. line of this article is, that's one hot cross bunny. I'm in a... I'm, you want to guess what it. it's about? No, just show me. Herpes. No, but I like that you're... Playboy bunny. She got run over. No. Jesus. She got burned. It said cross so, it about Jesus. Very good, Ben. Oh, fuck it. A Did rabbit. Did a rabbit? No. Oh, a rabbit in Cornwall, UK, has something oh my God. Always these British that is stories. truly hair-raising. <laughs> That's a pun. Did you write this? It is. I did not. Oh. I wish I did. So this is a few days before Christmas. Uh-huh. Kate and Hazel. we're just hearing about it now? I know. I know. Kate Hazel says a cross suddenly appeared on the forehead of her pet rabbit, Fluff. Ooh. Okay. I'm really I'm angry at this woman. Not I'm impressed. so angry at this woman. <laughs> There's really nothing impressive about it. That's it? That's the story? Well, I can't, they can't all be winners, and some of them... Well, you could Is have, there you more could to have, it? No, it's fine. Did they, like, uh... Well, do you want to see the bunny? Well, I mean, of course it's I want to see the bunny. It's a Christmas miracle, you guys. Is it? I don't understand that. Or this bitch take a sharpie and draw a lowercase t on her Cross bunny seriously forehead. appears on the rabbit's No, with the headline. Hot cross bunny? No, that's the headline. <laughs> No, the first thing you said. Uh, the, that was the opening line. That's one hot cross bunny. Oh. Yeah. And, um, so, yeah, so that happened a few days before Christmas. But it looks like an upside down cross. Yeah, yes. Satan bunny. I really thought you guys What if like he's the Antichrist? Cross. He might be. Oh, like in The Witch. Yes. It's all for you, Fluff. <laughs> it was Black Fluff. <laughs> It was black fluff. So she's not religious, and she didn't think much of it, but it was a fun little story. And she said, quote, at the end of it, she might grow something else. She might have a crop circle on her bottom next week. And now this poor rabbit's going to get shaved up to high heaven because this woman's insane. I like it. I like the bunny. I, I just imagine their field agent is out there. And they calls the head editor. He's like, "Do I have a story for you? Let me tell you about the hot cross bunny." Oh, jeez! And just like, stop. They're like, "That's the forties and this." Uh, That's the twenties. Nineteen twenties. Radio NASA. Fast talking high trousers. <laughs> okay. All right. We'll move on to something else. Thanks. 
He hates Did you really not like the bunny Jesus. article? I'm sorry. I feel bad. No, no, no. Totally fine. You're gonna guess this one because it's kind of the newest craze that's sweeping the sensation. Spidget spinners. No. Spidget spinners. Wait. Spidget spinners. There you go. Spidget spinners. Spidget spinners. Can you guess what it is? Uh, um. Oh, butt chugging. A craze that's sweeping the nation's teens. Tech decks. Oh, it's the Tide Pods. It's Tide Pods. Wait, wait. I want one more guess. Pogs. <laughs> I'm where? Crazy Bones. Oh, Crazy Bones. Crazy Bones were the shit. Remember Zany Brainy? Fuck yeah, I remember yeah. Zany Brainy, Zany the greatest boy store ever. Yeah. You could buy Legos and your own chemistry kit. And astronaut ice cream. Yeah, oh, and yeah. they had like a little like show area. Yeah. Remember that? And now it's a gym. So I thought this was all like a joke. But ser- but teens are eating Tide Pods. Good it's called them. it's called natural selection. <laughs> <laughs> I was so God. okay. So one of the people I work with was watching an actual news story on this uh-huh. on a major network, yeah. and it made me viscerally angry because this is it's not a it's not actual national news. Well, like, but it kind of is. Like okay, so I was hearing there were news stories about it, and I was like, this is kind of like those news stories where. You see, like, the anchor being like, what's your teen texting about? And it's stuff that no teen has ever texted anyone. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So I Are thought, you down for butt stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought, LOL really means Lucifer only loser. <laughs> yeah. That is the I, new I, I do love those memes, though, where they do yeah. that, where they have, like, you know, your teen's actually saying, and then it'll be some... Like, I've seen ones that are, like, all about harsh noise wall artists <laughs> and stuff, like... Vomir is the best. Whatever. Well, that's what I thought. I thought the news was inaccurately reporting that people were eating Tide Pods because of memes, which would be hilarious, but there are... No. No, That's really... It's still hilarious. That is national news. Well, it was even better when they they did the iPhone 7 update, I think it was, or 6, where they said your phone was now waterproof when you did the update, and then people just kept, like, putting their phones in water... Or when they said you could charge it by putting it in the microwave yep. and a bunch mm-hmm. of people put their phones in yeah. the microwave. Like, that's the culture we live in. Yeah, it is. I remember the, the cold weather ones where it was, you don't need snow chains if you just put nails in your tires. <laughs> I love America. It's not just America. No, this, this kind of it isn't, but happen. this is, like, so hilarious because I think it is national news if a bunch of teenagers are eating poisonous chemicals. Full well knowing that they're eating detergent. Yeah, I used to it's, smoke it's, poisonous chemicals all the time, though. That didn't make the news. My favorite part about this news report this kid was watching was the anchor said that, you know, when it was old crazy people or, like, babies, you know, that made sense, but teenagers doing it on purpose for views? <laughs> yes. I mean, it never made People sense. killed themselves on Facebook Live. Over this the is, last month, the Tide Pod Challenge has taken off. Teens are seen popping them in their mouths, eating the liquid, liquid, and even cooking with the tablets. Have you seen the meme where like they put it on the pizza and they pull the pizza out of the oven and they're all melted in? <laughs> I love it so much. The lure is thought to be down to the aesthetic. Detergent capsules and Tide Pods particularly look fairly enticing. The colorful liquid makes the pouch resemble sweets, and the soft casing feels nice and squishy. No, no, no. <laughs> Hold on. See, that's where that's where they go overboard, as the news always does, where they have to like throw in this shit 
That's like pure nonsensical conjecture. Like they're doing it because they look enticing. No, they're doing it because they're fucking idiots. Like well, they just know it's disgusting. It. It's yeah. bad for you. Yeah, right. Like exactly. Well, yeah. I've never pulled something out of the laundry room in any laundry room in my entire life and never been like, "That's an edible thing." Yeah. It's a fucking thing in a laundry room. Well, I, I mean, I've smoked weed that's been through the washer. Yeah, but that's a different thing. I need a vegan strip one time. Okay, we all live different lives. <laughs> it smelled like bacon. Did it taste like bacon? Did not. What did it, it taste like? Was good. it good? No, it wasn't good. I didn't really eat one. I put one in my mouth. Yeah, and you were like, I, do, and I, I was like, with this. this is not what I wanted. Should we all. try the Tide Pod challenge for the vegan strip challenge? Two two four nine. No, that's the joke. Two two five one. Yeah, that's. If we should eat Tide Pods, live. We will live live podcast. We will live podcast it. I will do it. Apparently, there's video podcast. Live stream it. So if you isn't that just vlogging? No, it's a new thing. We invented it. Apparently, if you eat just a little bit of it, it'll call cause diarrhea and vomiting. Yeah, it's best story of my life. And enough of it would lead to breathing difficulties and okay. So time for a personal story. My older sister told me about a time. When she was using drugs, and she did the dishes with her roommates who were also using drugs, and they made them super soapy, and then they didn't appropriately wipe them down, and then they later ate their food and got diarrhea because there was so much soap on the dishes. And to this day, I'm terrified of that happening to me, so when I wash dishes, and if there's any bubbles of soap on the dish, when I go to put it in the drying rack, it goes back under the water. No yeah. soap for Frankie boy. I mean, from yeah. here, your dish soap looks absolutely delectable. It does. It's nice and green. It's green. It, it was double sweet. Oh, double sweet green apples. Whoa, <laughs> oh, so Yeah, it would. We had to bring that up. So Tide said in a statement, "Our laundry packs are a highly concentrated detergent meant to clean clothes. They should not be played with, whatever the circumstances, even if meant as a joke." I love that Tide had to issue a statement. I wonder what 2018 their, guys. What yeah. their uh, Instagram or their uh, Twitter said? Was that on their Twitter? Was their Twitter or Snarkier? Tide has a Tumblr. I believe it. That's actually kind of funny because yeah. it's wash. It's like a laundry machine. Tumble. Tumblr. Dennis yeah. has a Tumblr, and it's like the weirdest, funniest thing I've ever seen. I thought that it was a. Uh, it's mostly just truckers getting blown in the bathroom. Nice. While eating Tide. Pods. I've never. I feel like I've probably seen that then. Okay. Are you guys ready for number five? Yeah. Wow. We're done with Tide Pods. Blazing. Blazing. That was 420 blazing uh, up. We're blazing. Fart 420 is not the password to everything that I have. Fart 420? Yeah. It's a joke. It's hilarious. When we were having a conversation that didn't involve you. Yeah, sorry about that. Wow. This is an A and B conversation. Why don't you see See your way out of it? High five. That's nice. Okay. No, come right. back. No, come back. We're Dang. sorry. Why don't you see your way back to your seat? Yeah. Got him. Okay. How could you not? You grabbed me with those long ass <laughs> arms. Slender Man, eat your heart out. <laughs> the ringing of Slender Man movie. I saw the trailer. Did you get the roll? It's funny. That was good. That was quick and it was funny. That movie does actually look kind of decent. But it's probably not mm. going to be. Okay. Security guard at remote border train station spots mysterious UFO floating across Ooh. the sky. Is this one of those things where it's just like a pyrotechnics? Mm-hmm. Is it New Mexico? No, it's on the border of Russia and China. Mm-hmm. 
Odd footage was recorded on the border between China and Russia and shows the dome-shaped object appearing for only a few seconds before disappearing into the night. Ooh! I feel like in this day of modern digital video editing techniques, none of that means anything. It doesn't look like a UFO. It looks like a light in the sky that has a shadow. Is that pretty much what a UFO looks like? This is a really high street light, obviously. No, but the article said that it wasn't a street light. So and the Russians and Chinese believe, don't lie. Yeah, I'm gonna believe the Russians and Chinese. Yeah, I'm not even gonna do a racist accent because it's not worth it. You already said something racist. What? What you just said. What? That he won't believe the other countries that are out to take down the United States of America. Yeah, it's called disinformation. I really hate you guys. I'm. I don't. I'm being serious. Okay. So. The. Guard. Said, what was his name? Doesn't say. Obviously, he wants to protect his identity. <laughs> I saw something flashing in the distance around 8:10 p.m. I didn't think of anything of it at first, but then realized the source did not come from a torch or a street lamp. So, are you who are you gonna trust? You know. I feel like I'm not immersed right now. You should have done that in a Russian accent. I I'm not doing accents of other cultures. I did not see no. uh, uh, the street light. It wasn't bare with lampshade on its head. <laughs> this was beautiful. I didn't think anything of it at first, but then realized the source did not come from torture street lamp or bare on fire, <laughs> which is very common in my country. I really don't like it. I hate it. Duh, duh, duh. So he inspected the CCTV footage for a second look at the UFO and discovered saw the object <laughs> there's a lot of typos in this and discovered saw the objects which he has yet to identify oh there's another picture in russia we don't have correct finger bones so hard to type it is clearly just a street lamp you but mock me but i am always right it looked like a jellyfish or a saucer the guard said the guard is bored and drinking too much vodka <laughs> We don't even have saucer or jellyfish. How would I know? Yeah, the, have you ever been to ocean? Is there ocean in Siberia? No. Oh my god. Only bear. It's got really dark. Well, Russia. Yeah, that wasn't too good. Sorry, guys. It's no, that was right. You gave me a chance to practice Russian accent. When I have to infiltrate Russia, they will know me. As one of them. Okay. That's a club. Number six. This is a little funny. <laughs> Why do you use your shoulders and so much? This is a little funny. Okay. So. You like uh, This is what happened, right? Bouncy. A 49 year old man pulled into a disabled parking spot on Monday <laughs> yeah, afternoon. Love it. Whoa. Then noticed his mistake and reversed out. While he reversed out, he hit a 72-year-old man walking behind him. And disabled him. Right? So the two men exchange information for a report. The older man gets in his car, reverses, and hits the guy that just hit him. This is incredible. <laughs> How do you see and comedy of errors? Yeah, it's a comedy of errors. So um, nobody was really critically injured, but that's just really... Oh, I thought you were going to be like, and now they're both disabled and have a party. <laughs> well, you know how it is. You're in routine. You go to do thing. Somebody interrupts, and oh then you're God. like, I don't know what I'm doing. And then you're all discombobulated, and uh, next thing you know, you're back at the old man. Russian Dick Fetty, what is that like? <laughs> it is saucer. <so> <laughs>
I don't know. Could be jellyfish. Da, da, da. Have you ever seen this fish made of jelly? It swims through water. Is it uh, in jar? Net. It is uh, independently uh, held together. Like a booper. Yeah, like a booper. But more like a jellyfish, if you mm -hmm. want to mm -hmm. say it. Mm -hmm. Da. Oh, God. Oh, no. So, yeah, this happened in Germany. <laughs> and I just thought it was really funny. And to think they almost conquered Europe, and yet this is how they try it. But it is all right. American teams, we eat the Tide Pods. So are you the American team? Russian dictator? He's a sleeper cell. Okay. Yeah, I am cool kid, just like you. You guys want to eat Tide Pods? <laughs> Everybody in America who loves freedom does it. Do you want to eat those Tide Pods and listen to that Taylor of the Swift? Yeah, yeah. I think that actually when you put pieces together, it points to Russian conspiracy to undermine safety of teens in America. The, because what is time? Really, Russian country, ru Russian company. That set up a post, um, how you say, the uh, breakup of Soviet Union. There was, uh, it was an uh, oligarchy of businessmen who run Russia now, right? Two, and, two, four, nine. Yes, that. And they, they placed the factories for time in uh, Azerbaijan, the, uh, and in Kazakhstan, no, no, da, and, no, and in Crimea, no, in Crimea, no. and they see the pods. Southern Dick Fetty over Russian Dick Fetty. Y'all, y'all want Southern? We can do Southern yeah, all night. You want night. Bobby Goldwater coming around these parts? This is gonna get oh, real. Bobby Goldwater, you think? You all right, this out. This is, you think you're this safe is, with Bobby Goldwater around these parts? We she got a lot to learn. I'll tell mm -hmm. you. Oh, they're acting like some cop. Who's he? Yeah. <laughs> This, you ain't ever this seen is the dark so one. Peace. This is the dark one. This is the only really dark one. All right, lay it on me. Okay, so this is the Carlin May. Um, this is California. Yeah. Yep. The parents who are charged with torture of their thirteen children. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and this is recent. This was like today. Like, is it today? Yeah. How come terrible today. people never yeah, wear Yeah, it broke today. Right, so they had 13 kids, and one of them escaped, the 17-year-old, and she got to a phone and called 911, but when authorities came to her, they thought she was 10 years old, because that's how badly malnourished she was, and they had kids everywhere from age, from age 2 to 29, and they were all in their bedrooms, um, shackled to their beds with um, padlocks and whatnot. That's why you never trust anyone with more than four children. I mean, there are pictures of, like, them all together as a family and, like, going to Disneyland and stuff like that. But, like, the only time the neighbors said they all ever saw them were, like, at 11 or 12 at night laying sod in the backyard. And all the neighbors thought they were super young. The neighbors also thought there was only, like, one or two kids. They never saw, like, all of them. We can't release them all at once. They'll overpower you. What was, what was that TV show? It was, like... Eight and counting or some yeah. shit. That's them. And then like the eldest son molested someone else. Yeah, yeah I know what you're talking you about. You never trust anyone with that many kids. No, well, I hear it. So I read I read the article. The article I read that led me to this story was about it was like family that has tortured and enslaved children renewed their vows in Las Vegas yeah. with an Elvis impersonator. Yeah. And they did it at like their 30th anniversary yeah. and their 28th and they would bring all them kids and they'd be smiling and shining and everybody was like, that's a big old happy family. Yeah. And in fact, they were just, you know, torturing and torturing. Yeah. 
I ain't heard about any raping yet, but I imagine you got kids that long. Well, Fam- what's family that torch you, together stands You together. gotta think like she's got a massive mustache. By the way, do you see that? Yes. My God. I know Daddy's mustache is mommy. Well, so you no, gotta think because if the oldest kids were twenty nine, like the type of psychological insanity that happened in that household that they were chained to the yeah, bed. Yeah, it's almost like that Anhill kids or like that. Uh, I say Satoshi, uh, whatever you know, that kind of like horrible stuff. No, I think regular. No, you ask for Bobby Goldwater, you get Bobby Goldwater. I, I, I feel it's a little bit more Children of Gotti. Yeah, because they grew up in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just never left, or even the um, fucking the Japanese guy. Yeah, that was I was saying Satoshi. I I couldn't understand your accent. Oh, all right. Yeah. So belly motherfucker. Really, oh, really fucked up you, shit. You dick to bitch. You talk shit, you get kissed. They look like scary people, too. Yeah, they are haunting. Well, I, I, I just like, it to me, strikes me that California is truly the modern-day Sodom and Gomorrah. You know, it's a denizen, vice, and uh, displeasure. This is not Dick Fetty talking. This is Bobby Goldwater. <clears throat> you can't trust anything he says because he's inherently racist. Oh, what, because I'm from the South? If that ain't Whoa. racist, I don't know what Because you've said several racist things as this character. It doesn't make me racist. Okay. We're skipping ahead. What, we can't learn more about them people? What were their names? Their names games. were... Phil uh, Thinner. Yeah, David Allen Turpin and Louise Turpin. Ann Turpin. So, so far... They were held on $9 million bail. Yeah, I mean, to me, this strikes me as the kind of thing that I think we really... We might want to be coming back to this case. Yeah. Because this this is some horrifying shit we've only begun to learn details. And if you're laying solid in the middle of the night, that just means you're digging up graves and putting in bodies. Yeah. No, seriously. I mean, to be held on a $9 million bail means that they saw firsthand the intent, the crazy horribleness of what happened there. Yeah. It's truly horrifying. As Dystopia said in their wonderful first album, Human Equals Garbage. So. It's fucking crazy. And horrible. So, yeah, okay. Let's go ahead to Arizona police arrest 80-year-old man in armed bank robbery. Oh, man. Isn't that dope? Is it, was he one of those... He had nothing to lose. Polite bank robbers. Did you ever see that video? No. Where the guy walks into the convenience store and is like, sir, I'm sorry, but I'm, I'm gonna have to rob you. I don't want to do it, but I do have a gun. And it's like this sweet... Like, I wouldn't even be mad. I'd be like, yeah, bro, you got this. Is that what the guy did? Pretty much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he just gave the money. I was like, alright, man, do you need anything else? He's like, yeah, no, I'm good. I'm sure he got caught. Yeah, but, oh, man. So police in Arizona have arrested an 80-year-old man they said robbed a credit union at gunpoint. Was he on that? Tucson police said Sunday that a tip led to the arrest of Robert Francis Krebs after authorities circulated surveillance photos of him entering the Pyramid Credit Union at a teller's window. They said Krebs had a handgun, demanded money from the teller, and was given cash before running out of the bank. It doesn't say that he was on meth, but you gotta love the balls on this guy. Oh yeah, he looks like a guy who just drinks hard. Yeah, yeah. He, has a dog. He has nothing to lose. He's like, I'm 80. Well, he beats the shit out of that dog, though. Yeah, well, and think about the Krebs you'd walk in with in prison. Because, like, you know, it's going to take a while to get sentenced. Going to yeah. jail the whole nine yards. They may not even put you in jail. And if they do, whatever. You're going to be dead in a few years anyway. God willing. I did the math on, you know how they say a cigarette takes off five minutes of your life? Yeah. So I did the math on that. Mm-hmm. And 
I've, I've been smoking 20 cigarettes a day for the last 10 years. I've taken 255 days off my life. Not even a year. How is that even? Keep a... it going. Yeah. So. You want to? I was doing all this math while driving using my calculator, and I was like, if that's the difference between 85. You know how much uh, time you take off your life when you drive and use, use your phone like that? <laughs> like all the years. Years. Right. Right. Don't text and drive. Stay alive. Yeah. Two two four nine. I'm not saying don't. I'm not saying text and drive. How is that any different? That's distracted driving. You think an officer's gonna make the distinction when he hits you with a cell phone driving ticket? They're bad too. Did you invite my dad over to do this podcast tonight? Oh, I'm sorry. You know what? You're not the only person on the road. <laughs> so you did. Well, let's get hostile real us. quick. Can we pull it back a little bit? Yeah, we're doing fine. We're fine. Everybody's fine here. It's just, I You're mean, literally we weeping. Only had this conversation once before, but I'm sorry. That it's was different. Not, it's not my place to tell you all that. No, it's exactly the same thing, I think. But. I've seen you use your phone while driving. Fair point. Somebody once told me the world <laughs> okay. was okay. going Public Dominia. Public Dominia. It's here. <laughs> Butcher trapped in freezer uses sausage to bash way out. <laughs> Thank you. Huh? Thank you. The story we've please. all been waiting for. I don't for. even want to say anything yet. Please go on. A British butcher who got locked in a freezer says he was saved by a frozen sausage that he used as a battering ram. Oh my God, I wish I could say that about my life. I know. Yeah. Chris McCobb says he became trapped in the walk-in freezer at his shop in southwest England last month when wind blew the door shut. The safety button to open the door had frozen in the negative 20 degrees Celsius. Do you guys know what that is in Fahrenheit? No, but that seems like a massive oversight in terms of engineering. Abs- well, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Or you should be checking your safety well, first button of all, more often. They're still using Celsius. Yeah. So yeah. obviously not the Get best together, country. Britain. That's negative, cold as balls. Negative 4 degrees Fahrenheit, right? What? How's that negative? Oh, because, yeah, bigger numbers. Yep. So... McCobb said he tried unsuccessfully to kick the button free before picking up a 3.3 pound black pudding, a form of blood sausage. Yeah, Sounds like my dick, pudding. am I right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got a blood sausage. More like a pussy dog. Pussy dog. McCobb told website Devon Live that he used the meaty tube like a battering ram <laughs> and managed to unstick the button after several blows. I that's really hope that's what he said about it, too. He's like... That's the story of Bobby Goldwater's life. And I hope that that makes it on his tombstone. Yeah. You know, the man who I took it out. Battered. And I used that <laughs> me too. <laughs> Beat that button. The Grateful Butcher told the Daily Mirror, Black Pudding saved my life, without a doubt. Nice. I like blood sausage. Yeah. I know a lot of people shit on English cuisine, but they do a good breakfast. Get, give you the diary. Do you fish and chips? No. It's good. No. You like fish and chips? I like fish and chips, but I don't like the... The moral weight that it bears because cod is like the most overfished fish in the world and it's like destroyed uh, ocean habitats and all this stuff by mm. the bottom trawling that they do for it that and tuna and flounder so no but I do like me a tasty fish and chip I mean you, that's good for you honey well I think ethically I don't know if I'm going to do it I tried to go vegetarian and I just ate bread for like three weeks and was like this is how this works so I'm not very good at dieting but for moral reasons, I would love to go vegan. But who knows if I could. But on Earth, we go hard. That's true. Yeah. Tide pod hard. Mm-hmm. T 
TPH. Oh, what have you become? Uh, Can we make that a new hashtag? Tbarian. Tbarian. A Tide Just eat Tide Pods. What if no one's telling you the truth, which is when you eat enough Tide Pods, you become like... Clean spirit. Well, if if you think about it, if you're not eating meat for moral reasons, and you convince everyone in the world to start eating Tide Pods, there won't be any morals because all the human beings will be dead and the animals will flourish. It'll be like that video game, Tokyo Jungle. It's true. Good thought, Ben. Ben, I really like your ideas. You should write them down in a journal and never share them. Yeah, no, you should share them with the FBI. Definitely. Call them. How's your water taste? Good. Did you put a bunch of molly in my water again? No, you put those uh, florids that turn to the... (laughs) I everyone's back. Not mine, please. Okay, so... He's got a penis on his back. I do. What? What? Scratch your back and I'll scratch yours. Funny thing about my cock is my back is it's on my cock. Okay. Stickman drawing of school shooting on st- students' homework leads to Florida man's arrest. Alright, hold on. <laughs> what? I, uh, I got into a lot of trouble for drawing swastikas in schoolwork when I was in middle school. Did you? So yeah. You're so Jewish. I know. You I just thought Jewish? it was a cool yeah. symbol. Exactly. It's not a cool symbol. It's cool looking. If I, you, if my, listen, if you take out the weight of what it bears, yeah, it's, it's, it's just a cool looking well, symbol. And it's a naturally easy symbol to draw. Right. No, it, so it, 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 I totally, I feel you. Because I was one of those kids that post-Columbine was looked at with massive suspicion. Yep. And for good reason. But, like, massive suspicion. And when I was in fourth grade, when the first year I went to school in New Jersey, after moving from Kansas, where I was taught different values no not actually but no i was uh, we were doing the grade the other person's quiz or test or whatever yeah. math class and so this, girl, this girl got a bunch of them wrong so i turned the x's into swastikas as i was drawing them not because of any reason like i i was starting to learn purely really innocent yeah right i'm like starting to learn about world war ii i don't know that the nazis annihilated like you know yeah. a huge portion of the jewish population in the world so i'm like having a blast and the girl's fucking jewish so i give her the thumbs back <laughs> And, oh like, God. 20 minutes later, I'm ripped out of class, and my parents are getting called, and they're like, you know, like, if you do anything to our son, because my parents are both lawyers, they're like, we're going to fucking sue your ass off all And they get down there, and the teacher's like, you did this. And I'm like, what did I do wrong? Like, I, like, literally don't understand. They're like, he's he's just an idiot. The kid's an idiot, but he didn't, he wasn't maliciously drawing heat symbols. On Almost the, the same exact like, thing happened. They're like, do you know what this is? And I was like, I saw it in one of my classes. I don't know. I thought it was cool looking. Do you want to hear a cool story? Um, so this kid... Bryant. I don't know. Thank thank God I can't remember his last name. Oh, I just remembered, but I'm not going to do it. His name was Bryant. And he, this part isn't so funny, but he made a hit list and it was found in our high school. Oh, that was my best friend. And my best friend, Jonathan, was on the top of it and it was like a big fucking deal and obviously he got expelled from school. But then this girl, Marley, I won't say her last name, another hit list came out of females and she was on the top of it and she fucking faked it because she wanted attention and she wrote I, of course i didn't make the hit list but there she also a, got expelled so yeah there was a couple kids who list. got uh, expelled from my school uh, i ended up uh, doing ecstasy with, a, with them a few times that was fun but uh they thought it would be funny to go to the school and Spray paint bodies will fall on Valentine's Day during oh, spring yeah. break. Do you yeah. remember that? No, you told me the story. Yeah, though. and uh, it took them a while to figure out who it was, but when they did, it was a huge yeah. hubbub. Well, this is and it ties back to the story. Like you can't do this shit, but on top of it, like this was an adult 
<laughs> so why don't you tell us the full story? Okay, so a Florida it. man... I, I still have stories, though, I want to ...is share. charged with making a violent written threat. And I understand why you have to take this shit... I mean, Sandy Hook. Like, you need to take this shit so seriously. Yeah. Um, a violent written threat after school officials found a rudimentary drawing of a gunman shooting people outside of burning school on kids' homework. So he drew this on his kids' homework. Real piece of shit. Yeah. That's not crudely drawn. That's pretty well That's done. That's pretty well done. Yeah. Newgrounds would have used that in a heartbeat. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. So, um, he's being held on a $150,000 bond pending a January 2nd um, court date. If he's convicted, he could face as long as 15 years in prison and a fine of $10,000. How do they know he drew it? The kid didn't. Okay. They um, turned out his sketchbook. Yeah. Right. We got our man. Um... The, kid probably the blue said, and white drawing depicts a school building in flames and a person shooting several other people with two or more people lying on the ground in what appear to represent pools of blood. The words pew, pew, pew are written next to the <laughs> gunman. This is a picture of him. That's not funny, but it's a... <laughs> pew, pew! Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Also, I don't think a kid could do that good of a drawing. Oh, uh, no. I was a pretty good artist at that age. Okay. Might have been drawing swaths. Well, I, I don't That's think... a lot of facial tattoos. Yeah. Um... Authorities said the investigation determined that it was Edwards who drew the image, not the student. And you gotta imagine, even if the kid do it, like, the dad would probably cop to it. Or No. 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 Not, not. When you have that many face tattoos, you never cop to anything. Yeah. Because yeah. you ain't no snitch. Yeah. And I understand. Like, you see that shit, you report it, and you should be held, like, liable. Yeah, well, I think that's happened. a different story. I mean, so... All this happens... Everything did, happens in Florida. Did they have any... Did they find guns on them? I'm... He's no, there was in, nothing like that. Really? All Why would you draw tattoos? that on your kid's homework? Well, the guy obviously isn't using sound judgment when he's got a face like that. Yeah. But I do want to say just a couple quick anecdotes. The first one being I have strong memories of playing uh, the game, I think, I want to say it was called Piku or Pico, but it was a game on Newgrounds where it was a flash game where you were a student who went and shot up the school. Yes. Jesus Christ. Yeah, and if you went to that address directly, Newgrounds was blocked by our school's internet filter, but that game was not. And it had uh, Hive, which was a drum and bass artist out of L.A. His song Ultra, uh, Ultrasonic Sound and uh, some other song from that album, Devious Methods, was on there. It was fucking sick, dude. That game was the tits. But then our woodshop teacher would come by and be like, oh. Like, have to, like, Man. switch to porn or something. You that remember when Newgrounds was good? Yeah, I do. Oh but I also remember that my buddy, my close friend, he got found with, like, plans, a hit list, the whole nine oh yards. He didn't get expelled. His parents were also, like, if you take your kid out of school for this, you know, put him in counseling, but do not expel him. And they didn't. But, uh, I can't believe they didn't expel him. Yeah, no, me neither. And this was post-Columbine. But yeah, I was the kid who, like, we, me and my friend, we would wear trench coats to school and then immediately have them ripped off of us. We would wear, like, Nine Snails t-shirts, hookup t-shirts with a big target. We yep. always wore our hookup shirts. They'd be like, you're disrupting the learning process. And I would argue with them that they're, they're pulling me out of class about my t-shirt was the disruption and not me because nobody cared. And the, the school rule book said that Basically, any article of clothing that can be deemed inappropriate or disruptive to the learning process isn't allowed to be worn. And my mom's like, well, that's arbitrary and capricious. They can pick whatever they want. And you can tell them that the next time they tell them to turn your shirt inside out. So I was like the terror, you know, because oh like not only God. was I defiant as hell, but I was informed with my yeah. defiance. And like, oh my God, the battles I would have. But the, 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 the cream of the crop story I have is, I think I was in seventh grade. 
I was kind of growing out of this phase, but the hookup shirts were like a badge of honor at this point. I wore them from fifth grade until through high school when they stopped caring. And um, his torso never grew. <laughs> no, truly, I have the same hookup shirts I to know this you day. Do. And uh, I had I made my own choker that was a leather band, and then I put nine-inch carpentry nails in honor of nine-inch nails through it. So it was like out this far, and I wore it to school. And as soon as I walked in the building, I got. Pulled aside by a teacher who ripped it off my neck was like, are you kidding me, Frank? And I'm like, I don't see the problem here. It's just jewelry. And I get pulled into the principal's office, who at this point I had, was on like a first name basis and all the rest. And he's like, hey, Frank. Steve. Yeah, he was like, no, his name was Mr. Top. And he was like, Frank. I was like, look, I'm just, I know I'm just pushing buttons now. You can have it. I'm, I'm sorry. I, just, I totally know I can't do this. And he was like, all right, go, go back to class. And it wasn't even a big deal, but they were just like, seriously? I'm like, I got to try when I can. The single greatest thing I ever saw anyone get expelled for uh, when I was in high school, it was my junior year, I think. So the week, the weekend prior to that Monday when we went to school, weekend at Bernie's. Yes. No, we were all in Philadelphia, uh, right near South Street. We we're at some battle of the bands for, and our friend's band was. You went to Zipperhead. No, we went to Condom Kingdom. Ah. And my buddy bought a big old dildo with balls in it, and there was about. 50 of us walking through South Street, him at the lead going, what do we want? Then we'd reply, STDs, when do we want them now? So when we got to school that Monday, he decided to bring said dildo in with him. And about 50 children were yelling, what do we want? STDs, when do we want them now? For a good two minutes straight, and then he throws the dildo up in the air. It knocks away one of the drop ceiling panels <laughs> oh, and yeah. sticks to the ground and then we all just <laughs> part like the Red Sea and he was Moses with his big dildo staff. 20 minutes later I see a teacher, well actually I'm sorry let me back up a little bit. So I see a teacher like pretty much run up to him and he kind of bends down and tries to put like <laughs> slyly put the dildo in the trash can. Ten minutes later, I see a teacher walking down the hallway holding the bag out in front of him like it's the most disgusting. It, it never been in anybody's pooper. Yeah, but know you that. don't know that. Yeah, that's true, but man, that kid got expelled. You guys expelled. are just chanting about STDs. <laughs> I would be in the hour, he got kicked out of school. Uh, yeah. I don't... I, like, what did you kick a kid out of school over at? Yeah, Dilla. I have that's to say, at our, in my high school and middle school, I think, like, tops two people ever got expelled while I was in school. Yeah. Like, two or three, because... It was one of those places where people were paying so much in taxes to send their schools, their kids to school in the school district that, you know, everybody had enough money to fight about whether or not their kids got kicked out, even if they were, like, rowdy and bad. And I think that generally our school board took the opinion that, like, better to rehabilitate than to, you know, send off to another place. I feel like that's totally, totally, I'm on the same page with you, but when it comes to fucking hit lists, like... Sure. But at the same time, like, I, I think it's, it behooves the school to take the child out of school, not because of the hit list in and of itself, but because of the fact that if other kids find out that kid did that, yeah. he's not going to ha- be able to have a positive, yeah. like, a, a helpful educational school experience. You know, he that's obviously somebody who needs counseling and somebody to talk to, and them to be in a new school and, and learn to adapt there. Yeah, if we were bad but, enough, we just got sent to the bad kids' school. Yeah, but I feel like the it's frustrating to me because, you know, kids deal with difficult emotions and, you know, we, we come up with wild outlets for them. And kids are also idiots, yeah, so idiots. they bring stuff like that to school 
where they feel the most angst and agita and yeah. all the rest. And, you know, I feel like half the time they want to get caught because they want somebody to notice yeah. and to do something. Like, you know, there's a lot of different reasons that you can do that kind of a thing. But, uh, I mean, I got in trouble all the time in, like, fourth, fifth, and sixth grade for drawing guns. It's like, I'm a fucking ten-year-old boy. Like, I think guns are cool, yeah. you know what I mean? And it doesn't, if, just because I'm drawing a spaceship or, like, a laser gun doesn't mean I'm going to kill anybody. Yeah. But I also get that after Columbine, it's more of a, it's an actual threat. Like, you know, we're in New Jersey. There's so little access to guns compared to almost any other state yeah. that it's, but it still does happen. Yeah, I think I, I updated, when I was real young, I updated my, my MySpace status yes. as a, saying, uh, your parents suck, kill them while they sleep, mm -hmm. and forgot to close the web browser. My parents were not happy. Yeah, I had a MySpace incident too where I called my dad overweight online and my mom said something about my brother's girlfriend being really annoying and my mom watching too much Oprah and my mom was like are you everybody can see this by the way see my, my parents, dad is overweight and Ashley is really annoying my parents weren't that into the internet like I was and uh, they probably thought I was gonna murder yeah. him because I was kind of a creepy kid probably yeah. all right let's move forward here Oklahoma City police searching for man who stole $400 worth of beef jerky. Oh, oh damn. Where Did I send you that article? Where did I read that? This it was, one? No, 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 no. I'm just thinking, I read an article, I think, on Reddit that was about the illegal meat industry in Texas and how there's, like, this whole underground meat ring and there was a guy who was ordering fajita meat at a prison through the prison's account for, like, 10 years that he was just selling on the black meat market or the meat black market, or whatever you want to call it. Black meat, meat market. market? Yeah, okay, that's a different thing. But, uh, <laughs> no, 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 it's like a whole big thing, especially down south where there's all this meat, and, like, people just, you know, meat falls off the truck, and they're selling to this guy's sister. Oh. And, and this, these, are, these are not euphemisms. This oh, is a real man. meat industry. How do we get into the meat underground, the meat black market? How do we get there? we got to become friends of the butcher or a cow. Well, this guy walked into a convenience store... And I want to slap you down. Somehow managed, but he didn't even get like, like, hey, stop! Like, well, beef jerky is really expensive. It's really fucking expensive, yeah. and he stole four. Like, he walked in and out, and nobody noticed him taking four. Well, so he probably had only old classic shoplifting overcoat. He did, and he took like four boxes of uh, of some fancy. Oh wow, yeah, no. I How did know. he do this? Right, crotch. He's wearing a. Black Adidas sweatshirt and blue jeans. That's a t-shirt. The sweatshirt. Oh. I don't think so. Probably just crushed all of it. He yeah. put the jerky with his jerky. Yeah. Yeah. Warm. I don't oh. think it was Oklahoma City, but me and my dad stopped somewhere in Oklahoma when we were driving cross country, and there was a huge billboard when you pulled in that said, Home of Garth Brooks. And there was just like a KFC and a convenience store. And I walked into the convenience store and the people were talking about how it was the home of Garth Brooks. And I was like, this is, is like this they're all trained to do fucking that. thing. No, they were like having a cat. I was like, you guys talk about this you know, every Garth day. Garth Brooks is like one of the top selling artists yeah. of all time. Like no, top, they, were, they were trained to do that. Three, right? You walk into any place in that town, they're like, all right, here we go. Man, I can't believe Garth Brooks lived here. Can you believe it, Susan? No, I saw him the other day. He doesn't he live here. Well, obviously not anymore. Who wants to live in Oklahoma? He probably keeps some... Uh, probably has property out there. Yeah, right. So this is a really cool one. We're, we have two more left. Okay. Okay? So, 27 years ago, a clown carrying flowers and two balloons shot a woman to death at her front door. I feel that like I heard about this. that took a 
totally yeah. different turn. I thought it was going to be a little bit I feel happy. like I've totally heard about it. So this. Florida authorities announced an arrest in one of the most bizarre cold this, case investigations. This relates it to was the clown Florida. hysteria. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. In a state known for bizarre crimes. Um, Florida well. is the fucking weirdest. But they caught this. So this happened in 1990. Yeah. She arrived on... Let me see. They describe it here. Um, she... Um, Arrived on this woman's front yard. She was carrying balloons and wearing a clown costume and an orange clown wig on May 26, 1990. One of the balloons said, you're the greatest, and the other one had Snow White painted on it. How fucking creepy is that? Awesome. So, Sheila Keen Warren, 54, was arrested without incident in Washington County, Virginia, on a charge of first-degree mur- murder with use of a firearm and killing Marlene Warren, 40, her current husband's previous wife in 1990. So, basically, this was her husband's mistress at the time. They weren't divorced, and she dressed up like a clown and went to her front door and shot her in the back. How do you... I'd I, love to know her planning behind I mean, that. it ma- kind of makes perfect sense. I kind of why she got away with it for 14 years, but, like, dress up like a clown. Like, people are like, I just saw a clown leaving. Yeah. Wow, I mean... She looks so happy about it. She probably didn't need to wear she that looks, much makeup she, to be a clown. She looks like she just got away with murder for... For seven, for what, over 20 years? She's like, Yeah, you got me. Doesn't her face say you got me? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she's a woman who's like, You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna kill this bitch, but first, I'm gonna make her laugh. <laughs> but I, I also think it's one of those where maybe she wanted to try her, uh, try her artsy side out in a judgment free zone, yeah. but she figured, Woman's gonna see how I paint on balloons, yeah. and whether or not she thinks it's good, I'm gonna kill her dead. There you go. And, uh, you know, she got to kill two birds one one bullet. So she had been a suspect in the murder from almost the beginning, but prosecutors, 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 prosecutors never had enough evidence to charge her until new technology allowed them to retest DNA evidence after the cold case was reopened in 2014. Um, so she shot her in the face when she answered the front door. <laughs> her front door of her home in Wellington. Hello! Bang, bang. Hi. I'm a, yeah. I'm a clown. <laughs> Yeah, that's exactly how it happened. So initially they thought it was the husband that had done it because there were marital problems, but they ruled him out quickly. And um, he was clowning around with his secretary. Yeah. (laughs) Michael, so he ended up going to prison on um, grand theft, racketeering, and odometer tampering. So he spent three years in prison, and in 1997 he vanished, but he reemerged in 2002, married Sheila Keene, the same Sheila Keene Warren, who's now charged with the murder, and she had worked for Michael reproducing cars. So there was rumors around that, like, oh, he's having... Wait, so the killer was the mistress? The killer was the mistress. Oh, I thought I thought it was the wife killed the, the mistress from before. No. Oh, that's even better. The mistress killed the wife dressed as a clown. That's awesome. Yeah. This is she way said, better. <laughs> I think she said something like, Now you're the joke. And then it's some kind of one-liner. Give me like, another so. one. Anybody? Uh, it's kind of dope. So, no, I mean, not dope, but like... No, that's dope. It's I feel like killing ride. people killing... People killing people. There we go. Never mind. You know what? This, is all, this one's only good <laughs> for the headline... <laughs> This is the last one? No, this is the second last one. Oh, okay. Rapper with song Sell Drugs gets prison time for selling drugs. <laughs> <laughs> A Rhode Island rapper whose song includes Sell Drugs has been sentenced to three years in prison for doing just that. Federal prosecutors say 30-year-old Michael Pursad of Johnston was sentenced Tuesday in federal court in Providence for tracking heroin and fentanyl, which, like, fuck I you. Say, I bet he's... 
selling heroin. His stage name is Montana Mills. Like Meat Mills? Montana Mills. Huh. So, like, fuck you for selling heroin. But I just think that that... I know. I mean, cocaine's bad, but at the same time, it's, like, way more rad than heroin. Yeah, you're just getting yeah. people. Yeah. Okay, last one. Oh, I feel like we could do a whole episode on the potential of the fact that the government's just manufacturing fentanyl in the same way they created crack to, you know, eradicate inner-city black population. But it totally backfired because white people love that shit. Oh, yeah. my God, we love it. Maybe it's just to take care of the poor in general. It wasn't an epidemic oh. until white people started Yeah. Well, because it. it's never an epidemic if just black people are doing it. It's in this country. Okay. Are you ready for this? No. Last one. Not ready. Okay. Well, ready. Then take out your penis. No, don't. Take out your penis. And go. Florida man called Wait. Back. These Sorry, are go. all in fucking Florida. Sorry, go. Were you just on like Florida news? No, or? but Florida. I should go to Florida. Florida news. is fucked the up. Worst. Florida man calls nine one one to report report himself drunk driving. <laughs> Florida authorities There's are a crazy sh- man out there. So on nine one one, he called nine one one on New Year's Eve um, when the dispatcher asked Michael Lester where he said he was like I'm too drunk. I don't know where I'm at. And when she asked what you've been doing all night, he said, I don't know, driving around, trying to get pulled over, actually. I'm driving on the wrong side of the road, he said later. The operator repeatedly urged him to park his truck and wait for officers to find him. Unfortunately, he chose the wrong spot. Look, I'm parked in the middle of the road, he said. (laughs) Sirens could be heard in the background a short time later. So, yeah. He's He's that guy who... Be like, no, dude, it'd be different this time. We, we can get fucked up tonight and then call their mom halfway through. He clearly did math. There was a guy that I used to hang out with when I was younger. He got oh, math face. yeah, he does. Everyone stopped tripping with him because he'd eat a half of shrooms or drop a couple hits of ass and then, like, an hour later, he, he'd he be on the phone and be like, Mom, I need you to come get me. I'm, I'm, I'm Yeah, I'm tripping. I, I, I need to go home. And we'd be like, what are you doing? That's the, this is the least the, chill thing. The one and only time I did mushrooms, I called my mom and said, I'm on mushrooms, I need you to pick me up. Yeah, but I bet your mom drive was cool with that. She was not cool with it. She no. had to drive all the way down to Stockton to pick me up. But I barricaded myself in a room that no one was trying to get into. <laughs> How'd that go? How'd that turn out? It was not good. I do not like mushrooms. Oh. So. See, that's why you did it wrong. The first yeah. five times I did mushrooms, I got ditched by the people I was doing mushrooms <laughs> with. But then you learn to ditch yourself, because I, I can remember this one time I was over at Andrew's house, and I took mushrooms, and I only had enough for me, and it was like a Tuesday night, and he's like, I don't want to do mushrooms on a Tuesday. I was like, okay, fine. So I eat them, and then as they're kicking in, I'm like, all right, I gotta get home, because, you know, I'm gonna have to drive soon, and or I gotta drive, and I want to be on mushrooms. So I, I'm driving back, and I was listening to Enslaved at the time, and the clouds were, like, all taking the shape of Viking gods that were kind of winking at me, like, come on, my guy, you doing great? I was like, yes, I am. And were, I was you te- like, were you texting and driving, too? No, I was not. I, yeah, I obviously don't advocate taking hallucinogens and driving, but if you do it once in a while, it's pretty rad. But the point <laughs> of the story is that I got home, and I, I, it, I've driven on hallucinogens many, many, many times. And normally it's a horrifying experience that's like test the limits of your mind and ability to control your desire to like just start screaming and lose it. And so I get home, I'm feeling great. I was like, this is awesome, this is so great. 
And I go up in my room, and I used to have this big, uh, like, kind of velvety type of office chair. And it was black, and it was broken, so when you would lean back, you would lean, like, all the way back, just on the verge of having the whole thing fall over. And I turned out all the lights in my room, and I put on Wolf Eyes, uh, Dread album, and I put on my big headphones, and I just, like, sat there, and I was, like, looking at my iPod, which was just so radiant and powerful yeah. in the screen and just like losing my mind while I was listening to the song Desert of Glue and it's just these like creepy beeps and pulses and I'm just like giggling to myself and then I'm laughing at the fact that I'm giggling and like losing it more to the point where I'm like cackling like head thrown back all the way back in the chair just it was like such pure insanity such a delightful time and I was up all night listening to, to weirdo noise and stuff like that it was it was an utter delight I love to take mushrooms by myself yeah I, well I became that way I one of the last times I did mushrooms in my younger years I was at Corey you know Corey I was at Corey's house he's like yeah man let's take some mushrooms we're this girl that we were friends with and we eat them, we smoke a little bit of weed, we go for this wonderful walk around this lake in this neighborhood. It was summer out, so there's fireflies dancing everywhere. I was like, I'm feeling this is really good. And we get back to his house and we start watching Sin City, and I'm like, fuck yeah, this is so good. And he gets a phone call, he goes, uh-huh, uh-huh, okay, cool. Hangs up, mind you, we're about 20 minutes into this trip. He goes, all right, my mom's coming home, you gotta go home. I was like, what? He's like, yeah, my mom's coming home, you gotta go home. I was like, but, but my parents live there. <laughs> Like, no, you'll be fine, man. You, just, you gotta go home. So I went home. Girls with. Uh, she gave me some weed. She's like, you'll be fine. <laughs> I had a ten minute conversation with my mom trying to not focus on the wall behind her. Hung oh, out with my dog. Yeah. And then I watched Spirited Away. In your bathtub. And that's when I... Yeah, well, no, that was outside. And then I went to go get in the bathtub to watch anime while tripping. And I went to bend over and turn on the water. And all of reality broke. <laughs> and about five minutes later, I realized I'm laying on the ground. I was like, this is fucking great. <laughs> I'm going to watch some Naruto. Yeah. No, I, I always, always had a good time with mushrooms. The first time I did it, um, I had, it was basically shaped from a bag, like a huge bag. But they, they weighed it out. It was right. I got an eight. And uh, I mixed it with water because it was so like so much shake that you couldn't eat it any yeah. other way and then I just like chugged a cup of water it was horrible they were all stuck in my yeah. throat whatever but by the time I left where I was at to go back to my dorm it was starting to kick in and there was a sort of back way through these nice neighborhood of uh, the sort of Chevy Chase area Tinleytown in DC and there's this small um, Christian school that has a playground and I was like oh, I'll go sit on this wheel and be so nice and I'm getting, I'm walking down the street that the playground's on, and I can see it in front of me. And as I get like every inch closer, this feeling of like total dread and foreboding overtakes me. And I'm like, if I go into that playground, I'm gonna die. I'm in a <laughs> horror movie, and somebody's gonna come and get me while I'm innocently swinging on this swing and just like cut me up into pieces and send them to my parents. And I panic and just like turn around and ran <laughs> all the way back, and then. I got back to my dorm in my uh, very Christian, um, non-drug-using, occasionally drank a beer roommate, who was a delightful guy. He was great. And he did really start to get into booze, living with an active alcoholic later on. Uh, me. Um, <laughs> he, I walk in, and he was like, are you all right? And I'm all wide-eyed and bubbly, and I was like, yeah. Have a good time. <laughs> and he was like, yeah. I was like, yeah, so cool. And uh, I was also listening to a lot of enslaved this time. I don't know. It worked with mushrooms, I guess. And uh, I sit down at my computer, which is underneath my lofted bed in classic college dorm room style. 
and I had all these pictures of icebergs I'd gotten from uh, Google <laughs> and Wikipedia, and I just had them on a slideshow, and I was watching them, and I'm listening to Enslaved, and, and he kept trying to talk to me, but then, like, as soon as, like, I would take off my headphones, he would stop talking and, like, just stare at me, and then I'd put him back on, and he would start talking again. It was maddening, and he, like, he was doing it intentionally to fuck with me, because I guess that's what sober people do, or semi-sober people, and, uh... It was really, really difficult, and I wound up with my laptop like in some back corner of the lounge late in the, in the evening, and I, I was watching the episode of Futurama with the dog. Oh, and, no. Yeah, as I'm coming down on the mushrooms, it gets to the ending scene, yeah. and I cried yeah. and cried. I was yeah. like, that fucking dog, where did I live? And I can't even believe it. Yeah. It was That's really rough. Yeah, it like brings up the emotion right now, just talking about it. It was intense. That's like the episode with his brother, too. Yeah. That's an intense one. But, yeah, I mean, after that, I was, I was sold on mushrooms. Yeah. It was a nice time. Well... Any more mushroom stories? No, I don't take them anymore. Yeah. I don't, I'm, I'm a good boy now. I only took them that one time. Yeah. I thought it was smart. Wait, wait, one more, one more. Just briefly. One time when I was on mushrooms, we were in somebody's <laughs> backyard, and they had uh, put Christmas lights in the trees, but it was in the summertime, but they were on, and it was really cool looking. <laughs> it looked like it looked like there were stars melted into the branches of the trees as we laid there, and it like lightly rained. It was a very beautiful I used to take afternoon. a lot of Ambien and trip. That's not the same thing. It isn't, but... The first time I took mushrooms, we got 10 minutes into it, my buddy goes, I gotta go home. And I was like, oh. So I took a walk in my neighborhood, went to my friend Rachel's house. I was like, can I hang out with you? I'm on mushrooms and I've got nothing to do. She's like, yeah. We walk into her house. She goes, mom. She goes, hi, Ben. I'm like, hey, Reen. Mom, Ben's on mushrooms, so we're going to hang out with him for a little while. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> She's like, it's cool. She used to do way stronger ass than we'll ever see. And she's like, it's totally fine. Do you want a cup of water? I was like, yes, I'm not I a do. Cool, I'm not a regular mom. I'm a cool mom. I'm cool Yeah, mom. one time I did a bunch of Adderall and then stole a bunch of Ambien from my friend and took a bunch of Ambien. And I remember two, two, four, nine. walking into my backyard and just... Rolling into a side bush, <laughs> and there being we like, go. I can't go inside, so I'll sleep in this bush. And I was looking at the bush, and there were a bunch of fairies dancing on the trees. And then I shit you not, I turned, and there was a dead Asian guy laying next to me. But I was like, that's weird. I never knew this was here. And then I eventually was like, Mom, you gotta let me inside. I've seen some weird shit in the bushes. So, okay, really good episode. <laughs> Kind of derailed there at the end. Oh no! Now I just want to tell my stories. I got so many of them. Maybe we should do a drug story episode. We were gonna do that at one point. Yeah, I got some good drug stories. We'll we'll let the audience be the judge of that. Two two four nine. <laughs> okay, thank you for listening. Uh, I got my thing. Oh my God, Ben's Best Buys. You know Ben's Best Buys. Go go go! Is it gonna be a book? Is it gonna be a different book? <laughs> no, it's not gonna be a it's book. It's gonna be a sweatshirt about the book. No, it's not. Oh. Okay. It's going to be... Now, I don't think I've mentioned it on the podcast, but I'm a huge board game nerd. You, you haven't. Mentioned it. Okay, good. I love board games. I love <laughs> very complicated board games. I like board games that end uh, friendships and relationships. So, um, I want to talk about my favorite board game of all time, which is called Betrayal House on the Hill. What? That's your favorite board game of all time? Yes. Really? By far, yes. Oh, I love I that game. That. It's also got a... Um, 
expansion that I don't have the name of. It's Witches something or other. Anyway, uh, the it's done by Avalon Games, which is owned by Wizards of the Coast. Essentially, how you play the game is you start out with uh, three rooms, which are which is the main floor landing. You have the attic, and then you have the basement. And you actually build the board as you go through by pulling tiles that coincide with what with what level you're on. Mm. And each room has a little symbol in the corner. It's either an item or an event or an omen, and it's a lot of fun. Uh, the best part about the game is that at some point during the game. One of the people playing turns against everybody else. Ooh. They get their own rule book, they go to a different room, then everyone else is left, gets their own rule book, and they have to read their own personal win conditions. Then once everyone's ready, they come back together and they try to defeat each other. It's a really good game. It's pretty short. It's not that hard to learn as far as a lot of the board games it, I play go. It seems complicated at first, but it... It's very, really not. Yeah, it very quickly becomes easy. Yeah. You and can it, die easily, though. Yes, you can. And once you die, you're pretty much out... Um, but the greatest thing about the game is replayability, especially if you have the expansion. The original game comes with 50 different scenarios, which are randomized depending on how the haunt, which is when somebody portrays you, starts, what items you pulled, what room you're in. And then with the expansion, there's another 50-some-odd. And the mo one of the most recent times that we played the expansion, it's actually called uh, the... It's, it's, it's essentially Donald Trump, but you're a lich. So one of the rules as the betrayer, who was me at that point, is that you have to speak in bombastic talking points. So the whole time, like, you will not make it out of this house. You will all die, and I will be the next president. Go America! <laughs> and it, it's the game's a lot of fun. I definitely suggest checking it out. Just like with every other type of media I indulge in in my life, I enjoy the hard stuff much more than anything else, so... If you guys like creepy stuff and you like board games, definitely check it out. It's only, I think it's about 40 bucks for the game, but it pays for itself. Yeah, I, I will say that I've enjoyed it in the few times I've played it, but of all the games I've ever played that you own, Coop is by far my... You don't even own that, I guess that's Tom's game, right? Yeah. Coop, or Coo. 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 We just call it Coop. We affectionately call it Coop. And uh, Coo is a very fast-paced uh, game of deception and betrayal and... Not so much betrayal, but just deception and assassination and cooing and such. And uh, not like the bird, but like a political overthrow. And it's quite delightful. It, it's really fun. And uh, anybody can learn it, and you can play it quickly with like a bunch of people. Two reviews for the price of one. Yeah. Beautiful, guys. BFD. Bins, Fetty, Disco, Frank. No, that's no. Right. You'll get there, though. Beardo, Disco Ben, Disco Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that does it for tonight. Um, join us in two weeks or one week. Or whenever we get to whenever it. we get to it. And uh, thanks for listening. Later, nerds. Later. See you in hell. Nice. Good luck, everyone.